0: Hey yo! It's your boy Sam.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's your man Taylor Kill. It's your boy Warren P. Hey,
0: you are What's listening it? to another great episode of You Good, bro? You good, bro? bro. Yes, right, sir, sir, sir.
2: sir. You call me Rocky. We, welcome back. <laughs> hey oh, man. man, look, nah, you, was you,
0: we, I was out here just using some new features, man. Uh, and look, we, we we we're trying it.
1: I know, right? We <laughs> leveling up on y'all, boys out here, boys and girls. <laughs> Period. <laughs>
0: We're up here trying to make make the show better one thing at a time. So, so yeah, man. We're, uh, welcome back, man. You know, we 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 back again talking about what we talk about um, today's no different. We're gonna gonna have a conversation regarding um, relationships, which is always fun to talk about, right? We are, <laughs> we we come at relationships from a bunch of different angles all the time. Um, a lot of things still lead to relationship talk. Uh, we're we're all you know, married here. So so it's 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 always good to kind of have those type of conversations. So this week, uh one of my faves actually, one of my favorite uh online preachers that I watch on a regular basis, who I have a lot of respect for, uh came out and said something that uh, the world deemed to be very uh Kevin Samuel ish. Shout out, my boy. <laughs> Shout out, my boy. Rest in and, peace. Yes, rest, rest, you know, rest in peace, sir. Um, <laughs> he said, sir. Oh, my God. Uh, but uh, I will say, uh, you know, because we don't speak ill of the dead, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I think that since uh, his passing, there's clearly been a void in the social spectrum in the social community. People have been, you know, there are some people that have been trying to fill the voids and trying to fill the space, but Anytime something comes from the Kevin Samuel School of Thought, the world is ready to let us know, hey, look, Kev said this, okay, <laughs> before he passed. Y'all gave him a hard time, but he said this. So, uh, yeah, so the TDJs came out and said something that was, was pretty interesting about uh, black women and, and, and how they're being raised or celebrated, rather, to be... Uh, to be like men. And so uh, I, I think to just start off, we just, we'll just play it and then we'll, we'll start the conversation from there. If you don't mind.
3: This breaks all sociological order of the culture we're living in now because we are raising up women to be men. <laughs> And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. i know you can buy your own car i know you can buy your own house but until you create a need that i can pour into i have no place in your life so stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why i shy away oh y'all ain't gonna talk back to me this morning <laughs> <have the> <laughs>
0: Oh man, past Pastor had a word to say, fellas.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he had a word. <laughs>
0: he, he, he had a word to say, and and I, I, I can hear from your voice, Mikel, that you're not super impressed by I, the word.
2: All right, so you know, I, I'm a fan of T D Jake's off the rip. Uh I don't have a problem with him. but I think in the spirit of trying to get the message across, um, he may have practiced a little bit of misandry if you understand because he listed several attributes that he felt women had to or which was lauded in society and those attributes were horrible personal traits in reference to being a man being man being raised to be a man so now she's this she's that she's that you know uh, I'm trying to remember one of them. He said, "Nasty." He said,
0: "You've been you, you, you're applauded for being mean being and
2: mean nasty. and nasty." But at yeah. the same breath, he said they're being raised to be men, so I, it implies that that's the perception of what men are, and and that's kind yeah. of what my crux, you know, what this whole thing is, is that women can't be men. They can't. They can only mimic what they believe a man is. And when you see this mimicking, um, maybe that's what's being lauded. But I think more than anything, it's just not acting like what they perceive a woman is. You know what I'm saying? Like, is are they being celebrated for not being women? Is that what he's saying? And and can a woman be mean and nasty? I mean, it just yeah. it seemed half baked. Like it, it sounded like. Getting caught up in the moment and maybe I,
0: misspeaking. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I this listening to this clip, as as you are, I'm a I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. It made me want to go listen to the whole thing. Like it made me want to go say, okay, you know, because I know him and I know how he goes about uh preaching his messages, and was like, okay, well, I would like mm-hmm. to go listen to the whole thing. I'm gonna admit that I have not. So I'm gonna right. go based yeah, on right. what we what I have. And and I, you know, I sat with it for a little while. I'm like, okay, so is he saying like, because he did come out and say, all right, women are being raised to be men, but then at the same time, when he turned around and said what they were applauded for, is is like maybe, and I started asking myself, what is society applauding men for too? Like, what what is like on the back end is like women being raised to be men. So are men being raised to be women? like are like what is the I'm, I'm trying to like rationalize the idea and 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 it, it's funny because I, I came across this meme that said that uh <laughs> that w- women went and got their cdls and men went and got purses and so <laughs> i was like
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> so, I have not seen that. It
0: actually came from Andrew Caldwell, which is the funniest guy on the internet, Mr. Who? I'm not gay no more. Right. Uh and so he, he posted that and I just was like laughing. I was like, okay, so you know, I I will I will say this: society is such that women's roles and what, what people consider roles as far as gender is concerned has changed and it has, has, it had to change because, you know, the, the cost of living has gone up, you know, probably 300% and wages haven't gone up but 20, mm-hmm. you know? And so the the pressures on the family in general, you know, not just, you know, single parents or, you know, you know, two pair household on on black families in general is is ridiculous and real. Right, and because of that, that causes for that causes for for my for my understanding for women to be more drawn and and drawn into what they have to do as far as financially to help produce for their family. You yeah. know, women have to have careers. My wife gotta work. I'm just being honest with you; like she my has to work. Too. You know, and aunt and auntie. and I have to work and in order to to create the life that we need you know and if one of us was not working we our our, our livelihood would be substantially diminished you know and i and i'm not I'm not it's it's nothing for me to say that you know what i'm saying because i understand the pressures that come along with just having to to live in the society that we're in right now so from my standpoint it's like okay yes women have had to do a lot of things that traditionally they probably did not have to do, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Right. But we're Mm -hmm. in a different time, you know, well, you know,
1: can, can can I Yeah, what I got from um, and and
0: and, and I know Mikhail's gonna come and say black women have always had to work. I agree.
1: <laughs> I agree <laughs> with you.
0: I don't know I what time you.
2: in history black women <laughs> nah, in this country did. did not have to work. No time in Harriet Tubman, for God's sake. It, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. doing the work what they would rather a man do. She did. Like black women, the black community as a whole. Should be a well-oil working machine in terms of us working together, but and I'm digressing. We just put it this way: there's a there's a division the, the in in our segment of our community that was built off of a lie, and and the lie, you know, when it's loud and wrong, ends up becoming right to others. Yeah, and you know but, when they. But, but- but bro, go into that though. I know you're saying we digress, but no,
0: actually we're we're actually deepening the
2: conversation bro. Like go into that. Well, I'm, I'm curious what Warren thought of the initial quote because I want to well, make sure that we get all perspectives on it because the path that I'm going down is the lie that we don't support black women. And I kind of got into it with, a, with a, um, not into it, but in exchange, if you will, with somebody about abortion And you know, she was like, "That's why, you know, that's why ain't no men out here speaking." Blah 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 blah. And I said, "No, there's definitely men that are on the side of pro-choice that are speaking up." Well, it ain't enough. I was like, "Well, you know, you but you generalize that all of us aren't." And as long as the lies are told, such as all men are dogs, men are not supporting uh, black women, men are not supporting or protecting black women, like they're just saying the whole group. And if you keep telling that lie enough, the behaviors will start to match the lie. And so they've been able to create this entire economy based on sister supporting sisters. They have, you know, we talk about it all the time. They got all types of conferences and that is separate from black men. And they're like, why don't black men get their conference then? Okay, cool. We could do that. And there are some men conferences out there. But one of the things that is killing us is that we have bought into the lie that we're supposed to be supporting too and making more money than you. We bought into the white lie. And that's the stuff we got to work out. We got to stop believing that and start focusing on, man, what business you got? All right, let me support your business. Hey, this is the, my business, please support my business and start working at group, group, group economics perspective. But I, I can't ignore how segregated women have become in our community. Um, and I think that that's the scary part about it. It's like, you know, black men are there for their children, but we can't be there for the women that are the mothers of our children. I don't understand. I,
1: I hate the. uh, I, I, I was just going to jump in and go back to the video. That yeah. Talk. But, uh, what I took from it was, um, basically TD Jake's saying that women, some women, not all, uh, I hate, hate you being so general with it like that are as mikhail alluded to mimicking what they think men are doing in the workforce i'll use a specific example with my wife and i she often states that well you know men talk to men different than they talk to women or men can move a certain way in the corporate office and women cannot now she is right in those aspects but where the disagreement comes in is take Michael and Sam. I can joke with you. I can say certain things with you. I could even yell at you. You could yell at me back long as we're respectful and what we're saying, we saying, don't, we don't cross a line. It's over and done with. We had a heated conversation. We got both our points off. Then it stopped. You not, in most cases, you not holding no bitterness towards me. I'm not holding any bitterness towards you. And we move forward. In most cases, I cannot yell at my wife or yell at a woman in the workplace even though we have a disagreement on certain topics or or what how we feel the business should move without there being um, a problem with me going forward or there being other situations to whereas that argument that happened on Monday doesn't show itself again two, three months down the line, or I'm going to HR because it feels as if I'm threatening or bullying her in that way. Not saying that every woman is that way, but those are the things to where it's like men and women move different. Men and women receive things differently. So when we're applauding women for acting as if what they think a man is doing, it's like, it's, it's difficult for them to go to the workplace and kind of have that bravado and then come home and express what we would say is femininity. So they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place of trying to balance, okay, what I can do at the workplace and then turning it off when I get home. So a lot of times that what they feel in their heart or in their mind to be successful at the workplace, it carries with them at the house and for most men, that isn't successful or that shouldn't be praised when you bring it to the house. I've never lived as a woman, cause so I can't say exactly, you know, hey, do this, do that to be successful in the workplace. But I see that very often, like a lot of the successful women, the traits, the characteristics that got them to being successful, they try to apply that to the relationship and it doesn't work. And when a lot of cases to whereas they feel that, well, men could do it and then they apply it to their relationship and they're successful in their relationships. And that's a fallacy there because I cannot treat my wife as if it is a business. I have to, you know, kind of have to turn things down or turn things up or be a little bit more inclusive and and knowing what's going around uh, in our relationship. I, I can't handle my wife the same way I would handle a disagreement at the job. Is two totally different scenarios, different conditions, different environments. And I see a lot of people, some of my friends, who don't know how to balance the two. It encompasses everything.
0: And I, I would like to, I guess, take take the conversation a little bit further. Like, do we feel like there's, I mean, just going around Robin real quick. Do you feel like there's a problem with successful successful Black women being able to
2: uh, coexist in a relationship? Coexist with the unsuccessful Black man or successful with, Black
0: with, man? With yeah. Probably, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I just think it's because there's a lot of things. <laughs> From my standpoint, it just seems like there's a lot of single, very successful Black women
1: out here. And one, there are... One, one, one. We in Atlanta, so those numbers are going to be a, a lot. Yeah, we higher. see a
0: lot. That's what I'm saying. We yeah. see a lot, but I'm I, I'm I'm just I don't want to di- I don't want to get into this conversation and discount my experience from what I've seen. And so I'm trying to say, okay, from my experience, I've seen a lot of women who I'm like, okay, they got it going on. They got a lot going for themselves, but they're you know they're single, and I know that they're looking. You know. And I know that they would like to, you know, to be to have somebody. And so it's just from my standpoint, it's like, okay, so is there something broken? Is there an issue there? Is maybe. there? Are, are we or are we just like you know what? Maybe we're just looking at it too hard. I, I, I think it's.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. That, I thought you were going nope, to go um, No, go no. ahead, Um, I say this, and it's not just men and women. I think you can be a great person, great at your job a great whatever. But when it comes to relationships or fostering a relationship with another human being, or partner, you could just completely suck at it. And with that though, you can suck at it, but you can get better. But a lot of times from what I see is when you state, because I have beautiful, successful, single female friends, women friends, Whichever term you prefer. Um, and we'll get into the conversations about relationships, dating, and stuff like that. And they'll tell me everything that the men are doing. And and some of you Negroes aren't shit. <laughs> some of you Negroes aren't shit, shouldn't be in a relationship at all. It, it's like I like, have heard some a lot of these Yeah, like some of y'all terrible stories. I hear like these boys out here. Why? But <laughs> but at that same point, when I go to tell them, hey, you might want to work on this, you might want to do that, you won't, might want to see this, This, these are the things that men are looking for, man, it's it's like talking to a brick wall. One, in most cases, they don't receive it. They push it back on the men like the men should adjust to, you know, how they move, how they live, and how they're doing X, Y, and Z. And it's never, you know what? You may be right. Let me try to incorporate that with the next gentleman I, I, I see myself with. Like I have a running joke in my household. Uh, whenever mm-hmm. I see a woman tweet, "Oh, these men ain't 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 worth submitting to," which is a topic for another day.
3: That's another because uh, I think yeah. <laughs> submission goes both ways.
1: But it does. I, it I, does I, I, I feel these women could have met Barack Obama at twenty six, twenty seven. And said, "You know what? He ain't worth submitting to. <laughs> he he has the characteristics he's building to be there, but in their mind, it's just like, nah. If he ain't doing what I want, he ain't. If he ain't on my page, uh, one red flag, I'm out of here too. And I'm like, like yo, like you realize he's not perfect. You're not perfect. But I'll get to this a little bit later." Uh, men have kind of groomed women into believing that they are perfect, or you know, it's always their way or the highway. Mm, mm,
2: mm.
0: Oh man! Okay, I, I okay. Before, before we get there, before we get there, let let let. I would like to hear, Binkell. Do you feel like there's an issue out here? Like, is there well, is there a problem? Should we be ringing an alarm? Should we be saying, "Hey, look, there's there's something that we are not addressing"? I here. mean,
2: so. In society, you want to feel successful, right? And, and one aspect of it, professionally, you can feel successful easier than you can in a relationship. And the reason is, is that you, you know, in society, you need your job. You're willing to take some bullshit at your job versus you taking some bullshit in a personal relationship. That being the, the line that you're willing to cross at that point. Anything after that is merit-based. You know, at jobs, they tell you if you hit this number, hit that number, hit that number, you're going to get a good review. You'll be successful because we're going to give you raises and promotions. In a personal relationship, there may be some bullshit and chances are you're dealing with two people coming in with anxiety and you're hoping that it can turn into something a little bit more uh, more than just sex and dating to, to so you can be promoted to marriage, so to speak, but the real aspect of it all is that nobody has to stick around in a personal relationship. It's easier to get fired in a personal relationship than it is in a job. To get fired in a job, you gotta go through reviews and all this other stuff and warnings. In a relationship, you can fire that person immediately. You don't even have to show up for the date. And I think that, that the, the issue is that because they have that type of control, in a personal space, and they don't have it in a professional space. They can't just walk away from their job, right? I don't need this bullshit, and they're quick to cut off the lesser of the two evils. And so, it's just a logical decision to to focus on career. I can I get more benefit from the career than this this headache that's attached to a penis, and I think that that's what's kind of driving the career based woman to be single. It's like she doesn't feel like she has to put up with the shit. The reality is they don't have the skills to be in a relationship. They don't have communication. And I'm generalized. I don't mean to generalize, but the, the the attributes that are missing, what Warren said, they're, they just suck at a relationship because they don't practice the horror stuff. They don't practice the stuff that we have to practice in marriage, which is,
0: you know just suck it up
2: the swallow, suck it up you got to the, the, <laughs> the,
0: the, the all right you know i'll, yeah, I'll yeah. be back i'll be back tomorrow
3: <laughs> right, right all right yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, later to, no later, L- later, to later on today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> like okay all right, all right you you got me this time i'm i'm a, i'm gonna I'm a take this and sh- shake it off <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll get right back in the game coach right right
2: <laughs> And and I think that's the that's the that separates the us from them. They want that relationship that they want to stick it out for, but I don't know that it's really articulated. I think when I dealt with couples or when I deal with couples, I find that there's more issue based on their expectations, not on things that have been articulated. You know, you my man, I expect you to do da-da-da-da-da. Whoa. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of requirements for me, and we ain't known each other a third of our lives. Like we're talking about somebody you just met we making just met, demands yeah. about your lifestyle—that's insane to me, and and that's not healthy. I mean, uh, know, and and, I and, and we see
0: it in all different kind of ways, man. You you see, and I and I hate, I hate bringing these conversations based on social media because I know social media is not real, like, but it is a microcosm. There is yeah. you Art can see life. the mm. whole oh you know oh he want me to pay this I'm not doing that I. I, I I saw something that said I saw something on online that said, oh, the minute he asked me to pay split a bill is when I pack my shit up and I'm out. And a nigga responded to her it's like, where are you going? You can't even afford a bill. But <laughs> 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 I mean, but, but that it's like you see those type of things and you start to see like, all right, well, it's a lot more trouble out there than we than we think when it comes to this. And so it's like, how? what can be the turning point? What is the, you know, what is the thing? Like, I know Mikhail, you probably are, you deal with women that come to you all the time. Like I can't, you know, what, what can I do to get a man?
2: You even done a conference about it, right? Like talking to, yeah, you know, I've done a couple of conferences about women just trying to, trying to demystify men. Yeah, And, and really what it ends up being is a, is a, a focus group on how they've, embrace toxic perceptions that society have kind of drilled into their heads i mean if you look at the the media that's out there from movies to the memes to the podcast right to the the constant feed of our relationship is broken ah this is broken this is broken if you keep hearing it enough it kind of goes the way of the reagan war on drugs era like you know the 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 welfare queen the the welfare queens and all this other stuff so you know, you can have confirmation bias all day long, but the reality is, the majority—that's uh, not—that's not our experience. That's not real life. Like when people were saying that we're not good fathers out here, studies showed that that actually was not true. It was some shit somebody made up in a meeting in the White House, and they started spreading that rumor. Yeah, because um,
3: yeah.
2: I'm, so I'm saying like, there's what two million people in jail, right? We represent 13% of the population. You can't say that our children don't have fathers because we're all locked up. That's just statistically untrue. Yeah. Like that's wrong, but the world believes it and the world includes our women. It includes our women. Yeah.
0: And and I think you're, you're right. And it's like, you have to almost fight that misperception. And I think that, that in itself is a is a part of why I didn't like the video mm-hmm. because I feel as if women are like it's almost the same way like we're generalizing our women and a perception that's put out there about them is being reiterated to them again
3: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like, okay like let let's 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 just work towards building them up, not necessarily tearing them down for. And not just that; it's like you you you're talking about what society is applauding them for, right? Like the society is applauding them for being mean, applauding them for being this and that. But that doesn't mean that's what they are. That's what they are, right? You,
2: know, you get what I'm saying? I'm like, like that? Like, are they mean though?
0: That's I'm what I'm just... saying. That doesn't mean that's what they are. If a, if if society applauds me for being an aggressive black man the one time I'm an aggressive black man, that does not mean that that's who I am. If I've done something aggressive that one time, that's what I've done. But at the same time, that's not, cause that's what I feel like society wants from us. It's like, okay, they want you to be that that stereotypical black guy. But okay. at the same time, that doesn't mean if I do one thing like that, that means I'm the, I'm that stereotypical black guy.
2: Well, I took the, I took it to mean that we were given positive reinforcement when they did behave that way. Not that it was a character trait, but that all right, when she was mean, girl, that's exactly what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? You gotta Uh, gotta show up uh, and, you know, and that's what I took. And I don't know that that's a societal statement. I believe that it's more of an internal engine that is fueled, that that fire is fueled by the women in their community. I mean, if you look at it, you know, we follow if you follow social media just a reference, everybody's in their bag. But the majority of the bit in the bag videos that I see are who. And then you see the messages. You go, girl, you do this, that, you be that way. Whatever it is you do, you do that thing. Yeah. Cool. Regardless of how toxic or health, you know, or healthy it is. And it does it, get toxic. And, and, and it does get toxic. <laughs> and, and
0: and so I would I would like to spin the block and go back okay. to Warren and when he was talking about about how like the role that men played in this, because when you start to talk about the toxic and getting the bag and women being, you know, the, the the whole city girls, uh, you know, come up, all of that is it's all entrenched in this conversation that we're having here, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. because you know, I I do feel like where Warren was going, that men have a a, a role that we've played in that, and so Warren, okay. would you like to? You know, yeah, get into
1: that. Is, this is this is one of my theories. Uh, you'll hear quite a few of them if you keep <laughs> listening. To you good, bro? Podcast. But uh, <laughs> one one of my theories is, I'm a ladies and gentlemen. Let's go back to when you were 15 and 16. All right, when you're a young man, teenager, you see a beautiful young lady. You're thinking with the brain or the head below your waist often. So you and a young lady have a conversation. You could be listening to the dumbest shit. Uh, let's say she's dead wrong. You don't hold her accountable, or you tell her she's wrong. You, as a young man, yeah, baby, you know what you're right. You know what what that last man did to you, or or how you reacted towards that man. That's all on him. And you compound that year after year each new guy that comes across her telling her what she wants to hear because his ultimate goal is trying to get the poonanny. So you live your life 10, 15 years of, you know, each new man that comes in, tells you what, what you want to hear, never holds you accountable because he is trying to, and this is where I give the ladies a point, trying to manipulate you to get you to let him inside of you. The counteract to that is when we get to later ages, when you're trying to, when a young lady is trying to settle down with a man, if she's heard majority of her dating life that she's right, that the man should do X, Y, and Z. And this coming from men and other women is going to be very challenging for her to accept criticism. Because if you're that first guy that's like. Hold on. I ain't doing that shit. You wrong. Like no. Nah. How you acting, how you moving, you need to do X, Y, and Z. If she has rarely heard that her whole life, how do we as men expect her to receive criticism well, to receive to be able to take accountability when we kind of conditioned them because we wanted the pussy? Hmm. like this is this is the long term ramifications that a lot of men have to suffer now mind you there are a lot of women who can accept accountability well let me phrase that. There are some women who (laughs) who can accept accountability, can take criticism, (laughs) not saying that it's just like, oh, okay, you ain't shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm not shit. Not saying like that, but it's like, okay, you know what? They actually want to get better and make those changes and realize, okay. All right. What's working in my dating life where I'm at right now isn't being successful. So let me listen to somebody I dated before, somebody I'm dating now, a close friend on how to get better so I can be the best girlfriend, fiance, wife that I can possibly be. Ladies, I want to make sure I get this clear. I am not saying that every man is worthy of you or you should listen to every man that gives you advice or whatever, because there are some wolves out here who will tell you what you wanna hear so they can get something from you on the back end. But I want to reiterate, A lot of the problems with women not taking accountability has been caused by men telling them everything they wanted to hear, agreeing with them. So, one, we could get the pussy. Two, we could shy away from arguments and all this other stuff. Mm. My theory I see it happen often.
2: Oh, uh, Mikael, you shaking your head.
1: Mikael ain't fucking you, you, with you. You're <laughs> right. Validity to a
2: man. Men no, I, I, listen, tell I, I am not here to invalidate you, brother. Okay, go ahead. But go ahead. I, I, I want
1: to hear. But, I want to hear your your response to <laughs> my theory on why it's difficult I mean, and challenging for a lot of women to take. So, Warren,
2: you are known to come from the corner of misogyny sometimes. At, at, a lot of times, a lot of times, and I and this is no different for How me. How is this
1: misogynistic yeah. if I'm blaming the man? Because
2: because you're sitting up here implying that the man is the only one that wants the sex. Women like women like dick. I'm not. Like, I'm not, like
3: I'm not they, saying, hold on, oh, pause, hold, pause. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, <laughs> no. Nah, see see now so now nah, nah, you're trying <laughs> to just my words. You said let the shit a in spit.
2: Of the hold on. That was it. I'm just saying. Think about that. Women like it. All right. They are they are in pursuit. Of it just as much as we are in pursuit of them. Bullshit. That's how that is not bullshit. That's bullshit. That is not bullshit. how many, how right? many
1: women, okay, versus as many? Yeah, we could do women a talk. How me, many women be, have approached you? I, I've had a lot. No, no, no. Okay. Well, okay. I am say, just saying,
2: like, be, I, let's, I, be let's be clear that you have to them bruh, they to you. Bruh, there is no woman out here that let somebody smash that she didn't want to smash. If we they did, it, it's called Okay. I'm doing this because I want you to stop <laughs> thinking that what? that that a man has you know a man can talk himself out of some pussy. I don't I know agree. too many that, that can talk himself into it. Women have decided if they're gonna sleep with us when they first meet us within a couple of minutes, within of a, a couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah. I give a couple of seconds, mm. so we ain't doing nothing except talking ourselves out of some ass. But, at but the but end wait, of the wait, day, wait, 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 hold on. I I'll I'll let you. Hold wait, wait. I, I just I have did, to pause.
1: I just have to interject right there. So you said that a man can talk himself out of pussy with that, with you saying that, all right, me as a man, if I know that my job is to not talk myself out of that pussy. So you know what I'm going to do? Tell her what the fuck she wants to hear in order to get it. <laughs> Let's be clear. Women, like, Women. How many, that, how many that, do
2: that? I, I, most women, most women know if you full of shit, that's why they check our shoes. That's why they check. Like they, they have a whole check down schedule. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. To get the put? Listen, uh-huh. listen. There's a whole check down system. They'll check your shoes. They'll check uh, the fit of your clothes. They'll check your jewelry. If you got it, they're looking at the watch. They, they are checking to see if your words match your image. And they will continue to check, like at least... First two three contacts, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're in the club and they feel like I need some night, then it's just gonna be on and popping regardless. The problem that makes it what what's wrong with men is that we believe we let our ego make it feel like it's us. Oh, you, I'm that dude. I'm yeah. that dude. You know, and that's that's the lie. That's the actual real lie. So everything that comes out of your mouth, you think it's because I'm that dude? No, bro you getting mad uh, cuz she wanted you that's it okay. all you can talk yourself uh, out of i, I, it. I, I, okay. I don't
1: okay. disagree with let's, that let's, but what i'm saying to you is if a man can talk himself out of pussy that means that man has to make sure what he's saying is in alignment with what she wants to hear Mikhail, i think what Mikhail i think what is
0: saying and i'm just trying to, i'm trying to create some balance in this is that <laughs> you're you're <laughs> You're discounting the fact that there's another choice that needs to be no, made. No, no. in, in no, I'm, I'm not. Just,
1: I'm, I'm not saying like no. Yo,
0: no you're com- Hold on. I was going to say, you're coming from fuck the, fuck the standpoint it. of saying like, look, you're thinking with your with your penis, so you tell the, the girl whatever you, she wants to hear. You're right. Or and and what he's saying is the choice has to be made by her. I and know. so what what came out your mouth, whether whether or not it was something she wanted to hear or not the choice is still hers to make and correct. she probably had already made it before any of that stuff that you you know told right. her
1: but about you, about you, herself and that's what he's saying it's like yeah,
0: you, right. you playing a the part craps. of process so
1: yeah opening opening so your mouth you playing craps that's hey, my point. well and that's what i'm saying if we can right. acknowledge that a man can talk himself out of pussy how come we can't acknowledge that him saying certain words or doing certain actions plays a role into him getting the pussy? We can't have it like it doesn't. One doesn't I was so wondering would say say and I was like, I, Hey, you you ugly as fuck. She's still it, it can happen.
3: Yeah, it can
1: happen.
0: But, no, but I serious. would say this. I say this. Hold I on, think, hold on. I gotta ask yeah, him, Sam. I gotta ask yeah, yeah, Warren.
2: Man. Every woman that wanted you, you smashed
1: every woman that wanted me i smashed i don't know i don't think so okay that that's a no that,
0: that's probably that's probably <laughs> some woman out here this is like yeah he could have had it <laughs> just...
1: oh no i dropped the ball on some yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't drop the ball like
2: <laughs> that's all that. we talking about but you know, but you know what?
1: hey i probably could have got it if i said what they wanted to hear though
2: yeah okay
1: you're missing the point i no, i get what you're saying i I can acknowledge yeah. your point, but well, you can also acknowledge I'ma I'm do this. I'm I'ma see your point
0: about men taking accountability. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I'ma raise, uh-huh. I'ma raise that. I'ma raise your point in a way. I'm going to say that in a way we created this because of just the way, especially when we talk, I'm talking black men. I'm not gonna talk about any other culture. That's what I know. What I feel is that we created this culture where men speak about women in certain ways calling them bitches calling them hoes call them gold diggers you know and uh and for for a long time it's the gold digger this gold digger that women only care about what a man got what the money is yada 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 you call them hoes they, they bust down whatever and then eventually they turn into all this shit you call them now it's like oh i'm a gold digger yes you need to bring money when you come <laughs> Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now it's uh you know what I'm saying like literally you're and just, you, Yeah, you're not just you're not just getting none of this without certain you know certain types of you know compensation. Protocols. Now it's tra- now it's transactional, right. you know what right. I'm saying? And I think that that's a piece of like we women when you talk about women turning into men because men would view that as like oh she she's a little more masculine now she's taking what she wants she's she's making this transaction when it used to be for women it's about feelings right or whatever the hell it's about feelings i'm not i'm not trying to discount the woman's role in this i'm just saying that that's when you think about traditionally what you think a woman you know what the, the where a woman comes from versus where a man comes from when it comes to our interactions. Usually from a man is more transactional, for a woman it's usually more feelings. That's what, that's the way we've been conditioned, right? But now after years and years of us, you know, calling them this and, you know, yeah. criticizing them for how they move or how many men they want to have sex with, whatever the case may be, they turn into this Frankenstein I feel like we created. That's kind of my take. I feel like, okay, well, I see women moving a certain type of way now. I can say, okay, well, I can see that. Because even men talk about, oh, there's, you know, this these girl, this girl is a gold digger. That girl's a gold digger. But it's like most men out here don't got no gold. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, like, I, I've never used the term gold digger because I'm not rich. You get what I'm saying? But you hear normal men use those type of terms on a regular basis. Like, Women are just all out here to get things and now they made a transaction where we see the a shift occur. That's where you see the city girls and the you know the you know hot girl summer, group. these girls want to be up, and you start to see the shift occur. And I'm starting to understand it in a way. That's just my take. Yeah, I, 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 I took mean
2: yeah, I I, I think I, I want to say that our our accountability in this uh is the benign neglect aspect of it and and benign neglect for people that are not familiar with it i mean it was Me. a term that was well it was t- coined back in the 60s about the federal government and black black communities so basically ignore the problems and was it'll take care of itself meaning they thought we were the problem and they ignored us and then we kill ourselves off with the war warm drugs and everything else mm-hmm. but the real term is the concept of like, if you have a, a shrub in your yard, leave it alone, it'll grow, right? It'll grow into the larger shrub. Yeah. Um, so it's called benign neglect. It's a decision to neglect it. And we decided to neglect women's issues uh, because that's that's a woman's business. That's a woman's business. Men stay out of women's business. And that, that may be the conversation, but how many women stay out of men's business? It don't exist, so
3: it's they can it. hold
2: right. They can account be accountable to us or hold us accountable, but we can't hold them accountable. You know, like if women is arguing, I've seen it on some of the reality shows that I watch. My wife, oh yeah, like, they the women can say whatever the
0: fuck they the want fuck about they want the man. To. Right, the minute the man says something, it's like, oh, you going, you jumping on a woman, you want. Right. You, and it's like, uh, it, and it doesn't look, and it doesn't look good. You know what I'm saying? He becomes, you know, the optics are crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, he becomes the feminine guy. He's the guy that always jumps into the girls' arguments, right? You know that kind of thing. Now so, I, can, I can
2: see that. Yeah. So we just we we are guilty of benign neglect of not having an opinion of what happens with our daughters and uh and and their mothers and their sisters, right? And Honestly, when when I'm asked the question about are when are men protective of women, part of the the difficulty in answering that question is the fact that yeah I, I think we lack that protection out of but this the statement that I just said the benign neglect like I should be able to step in and say yes you are great in the boardroom but you suck on personal personal relationship with the man you good with your girlfriends y'all can kiki and ha ha all day long, but you're not able to have a conversation with the opposite sex. Why? We in the same boat. How come we don't have the same dialect? You dig what I'm saying? And that's where I feel like the division is. And so when when we sit up there and and the women are applauding a woman behaving what, what they perceive a man to do, that's not me. I don't applaud that. I don't applaud that. I applaud a woman that has business savvy and ability to be a whole woman versus just a woman is heavy in career. And then because she's so heavy in career and, and disbonding with the rest of her life, she drinking her shit away. She drinks, you know, to the point that she can't function in any other relationship. If it ain't a party, it's a party, it's a party. I work hard, so I play hard. Yes, but then you you feel empty because you you're not fulfilling Something that little girl wanted when she was before she was working age to be a mother. That's why you carried the doll around. So and they could be a mother without a man, but that's not really what is supposed to happen. So what what are we gonna do about that? You know nah, I hear that. Right. Um just
1: uh two quick things. Uh first, there was a man who lived who spoke about those things. Talked about therapy, <laughs> about, talked about, <laughs> you know, making the black community better. Yes, he may have uh, been, <laughs> but that's ultimately what he wanted. And when he gave his opinion about what men wanted, it wasn't received well. Uh, these women hated this man more than Donald Trump. I just want you to think about that for a second. I don't a know man trying to tell that. you, hey, these are what men want. Was more hated than Donald Trump. I
2: don't. Know. I digress.
1: Uh, but, okay, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, just had to get that out of the way. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Peter, the Godfather, but uh, on a on a on a more impo- more serious note, um, one thing I see, and I've gotten hella pushback when I've said this. This is one of my theories. When you have a lot of households that haven't seen uh healthy communication or or even marriage within their household, it is a lot more challenging for both men and women yeah. to form a healthy relationship if they do not put the work in to do so. Like for example, I say I use this example. If I grew up in a house full of pit bulls, like grew up with it. If I'm walking down the street or I go into somebody's house and a pit bull is acting a certain way, I know how to handle that pit bull. I'm not scared. I'm not nervous versus somebody who probably grew up with tiny dogs or never had a dog. If a pit bull makes a certain movement, he or she over there shaking in their boots. Like what the fuck do I do here? Take that same ideology when it comes to building a relationship, working with a a man or woman for me, I grew up in a household with all men. I had to learn how to coexist in a relationship with a woman. I'll be frank. All I knew how to do was be nice and get pussy. I didn't know how to build on top of after getting pussy. Like I had to learn that. I had to seek out uh, married men, engaged men. I had to seek out women in long-term relationships and sit back and eat my food when they criticized me on some of the things that I was doing in a negative fashion. Um, But also listen when they told me, okay, these are some of the things that you're doing that are well, this is how you build on top of that. Like I remember when I first started dating my wife, I seeked out information, sat back and listened to people coach me what i needed to do to be better um my one of my close friends and i we've asked women in our lives like hey have you ever asked like another woman who's in a long-term relationship like hey what do you do to make your man happy it's usually what he's supposed to do for you like my wife even said it to me she was like when we got married or we were about to get married, every woman, every man came to me and was like, hey, Warren needs to do X, Y, and Z for you. Don't take this from him. Uh, He needs to do that. Nobody, nobody came to her and said, hey, these are some of the things you need to do for Warren to make him happy, to X, Y, Z. Try this with him. Try that with him. And I've talked to a lot of married women since, you know, me and my wife had that conversation. And I'll say 90% of them were like, it was the same thing for me. Nobody kind of educated me on how to make my husband happy or some of the things I should, should do with my husband. So that goes back into communication and leadership in regards to, you know, our expectations. Like we as men know what we're supposed to do, but I don't think a lot of the women are even showed or or told like hey these are the things that that may potentially make the person you want in your life happy
0: i i, I hear what you're saying warren i wouldn't agree with you because i believe and, and, and we don't have to go too deep into this but i will say this i agree from the standpoint of when you don't see certain things it's very difficult for you to be able to you know to to mimic it it's like Uh, If your dad was a basketball player, you know, it's probably easier for you to play basketball. Right. So that's I think I agree with that piece of it. But the second piece, I feel as if women are told their whole lives, do this or you're not going to have a husband. You know, you better learn to cook or. Or that that husband piece ain't going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Or or. Or for the most part, I feel like women are, are raised in order to be wives a lot of times. Like they're always telling you telling women what they should be doing. Out in in and I just don't believe that I can see what you're saying from your standpoint when you're saying that no one told you know your wife, hey, look, this is how you how, how to keep Warren or how to take care try these of your things. man. Like, but at the same time, I was like I, like, I just something. don't see that as being... I feel like women are always told what they need to do in order to Did, keep and, a man. but but to, to
2: I, I don't think they have. I think Warren is right. Uh, most women have not been told, not in this generation, have been told uh, in the last couple of generations on how to get nor keep a man. Uh, they were told on... How to set out a path in professionalism and career. That's why there's more college-educated women, black women, than men. Um, they, you know, they were more focused on, you know, being the generation post civil rights, and and that changed an economic dynamic that excluded men. So they never. I, I don't know of too many women that have had a, a, a clear education on. Um, on how to have a good relationship. The ones that I do know that are single have been mean the fuck boys that Warren was talking about. And I always hold them accountable that you know you wanted you wanted to sleep with him. And you because of what you wanted carnally, you accepted some behaviors. He had good dick balls and you and you you stuck with it. So that's where the accountability piece of it lies is that it's the choice like we could hold men accountable for choosing to be fuckboys, but we also need to hold accountable those that are choosing to reward the fuckboy, you Activity. know, activities Activity just because you're trying to catch a nut from a man like that. There's there's two parts to that to that equation, and and that's what it boils down to. I wish I could just move the people that are like minded into one stadium. Mm-hmm. And allow them to <laughs> blossom. But yes,
0: they, they allow them to win. Yeah,
2: allow them to win and and see that these things are existing. And those that want to be, uh, you know, city girl or fuck boy, they just get together and they just create a whole fuck boy it out. <laughs> fuck boy and girl it
1: what out. Was doing that.
2: Fuck boy and, and fuck girl. It's the simplest thing. <laughs> I'm gonna come out come out with a t shirt that says I'm a oh I'm <laughs> you know, and you wear your shirt and y'all see each other across the way. And, and and we all
0: the fuck yeah, boys mess with each other, and the ones that don't, we can fuck with each other. Yeah, man. I think, I think overall, man. You know, this this I think this is my final thought is I think that we 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 just need to talk with talk about each other without that bite, that bite that was on the on that TDJ's mm-hmm. clip. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel as if it doesn't have to have that bite. You can you can get a message across just saying, hey, look, our families are, are having issues right now.
3: Right. You
0: know, and we all need to take accountability for that. And extend you know? some grace. Oh, yeah. And extend some grace to both sides of the of the coin. And so I mean I I appreciated you guys and all in your perspective on that man. Any 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 last words real quick? Very short, we got to wrap.
2: Nah I'm good. I mean right. it, you know <laughs> my concerns about the clip are there. I wish they would have chose some other attributes when they talk about a man. Exactly. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I need Warren to know that women are the ones that choose to have sex in this situation when it's consensual. <laughs> we, we just read it. <laughs> like, well, you down? Let's go. You know, uh,
3: that's, all right. that's our job.
1: Hey, man, this is the second time he didn't do did this. You
3: gotta wrap. I know, right? Look. <laughs> I'm, gonna let, look. I'm gonna let him live. With the party. <laughs> no, I got one, but I'm gonna let him live with a party shot today. <laughs> All
0: right. With that being said, man, for conversations like this, man, follow us on YouTube <laughs> Broad Podcast, IG, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. It's YG Broad Podcast on Twitter. My name is Sam Dupe, and I'm good.
1: Hey, I'm Tell McHale. I'm good. I'm Warren P., and I'm
3: good. All right. And like that. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Bro. <laughs>